150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Fifth Seal, Episode 7. I am your host, the Evangelical Norm. Yes, we are at seven days left in Persecuted Church Awareness Month. Seven episodes, one week left in this month where we will look at stories of persecution and uh, pray for uh, our brothers and sisters in the countries where persecution of Christians is the worst, the seven worst countries for Christians to live in based on the, the persecution that they endure in those countries. So I would, again, one more time, I'm just going to ask you guys to share this. Uh, hit the share button right now. Share this with uh, somebody or your whole timeline or anybody that you think might be willing to join us for one week to go with us through these last seven days of this Persecuted Church Awareness Month to become more aware of the persecution that happens around the world and to pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted simply because of their faith in Jesus Christ. So please take a minute to do that. Share with your the people on your timeline. Invite them to join the Fifth Seal Facebook page. Uh, send them over to the Evangelical Norm YouTube channel. Uh, However it is that you uh, participate in this, I'd encourage you to just share with somebody else so they can join with us for the last week of the month as we look at persecution around the world. Excuse me. With that being said, it is Sunday, November 24th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. China's attempt to get rid of Christian symbols of faith continues, with the latest victim being a church in Shandong province. According to Asia News, a statue of Christ the King, which sat atop the bell tower of the church in Linjiazheng, was recently replaced by a lightning rod. The operation was commissioned by the United Front, a government agency responsible for religious affairs and implementing the Chinese Communist Party's will. This was another attempt to sinicize the Christian faith using tools and images closer to Chinese culture. However, it is unclear why a lightning rod can better serve the government's sinicization campaign. Some Catholics explain that substitution is part of the many provisions implemented this year to make the signs of the Christian faith ever less visible. Five years ago, when Zhejiang government initiated the cross removal campaign, where thousands of crosses were removed from churches, their main excuse was also that these crosses were, quote unquote, too visible. So this doesn't seem like such a big deal when you look at um, just on the face of it. Nobody died. Nobody was beaten. Nobody was arrested. But when your government literally comes in and remodels your church building without your permission, changing uh, essential symbols of what makes you a church. I mean, they took down the statue of Christ. The church is the body of Christ. They literally took down the statue, which is what the church represents. Um, the government did this with, with no permission, with, with no, uh, warning essentially just came in and replaced it with a lightning rod. Um, not really sure 
what that is supposed to do, but okay. So the, the, again, it doesn't seem like a big deal, but when your government is literally regulating the things you can do in your church, uh, because they don't want it to be visible, uh, we're seeing this in, in the Western world right now. We're seeing so many people, I mean, how many Christians have been told, well, you should just do that in the privacy of your own home. You, you should just worship your God in, in your church and in your home. And, and it shouldn't be something that's, that's brought out into the public square. That's, that's bad. That is horrible, horrible. And it's the beginnings of what we're seeing in China. If, the, if people will start telling us that, that we have to keep our, our Christianity private, that our religion is a private thing between us and God, no, that's false. And it's the beginning of what they are, are enduring daily in China. So I encourage you guys to uh, pray for our brothers and sisters in China, that they would be bold, that they would stand out uh, the way that we can, and that they would boldly proclaim the gospel in the public square um, and you, that God would use that to draw people to himself, uh, that people would be saved because of our brothers and sisters in China who are willing to just, uh, with whatever threat they may endure, that they're willing to, to preach the gospel publicly and boldly. Update on Leah, we still have nothing new has come out. We've heard nothing from the president of Nigeria. We've heard nothing new from from the Boko Haram offshoot group that is holding her captive. Um, and today marks 91 weeks, 91 weeks that she's been held in captivity uh, simply because she will not renounce her faith in Christ. Of the 100, and, 100 plus girls, it was 105, 100, somewhere in there, less than 110, more than 100 girls were kidnapped from this school in, in Nigeria um, all of them, well, a few of them passed away. A few of them have died in, uh, in that captivity. All the rest were released except for Leah. And it's because she refused to say, I mean, just, I mean, you can say all it is is saying words. All she has to do is say, I renounce my faith in Christ. She doesn't have to mean it and they'll let her go. But she, again, she is not ashamed of the Christ that saved her. And she will not even mutter those words. To, to secure her own freedom. She is standing firm in her faith in Christ. And because of that, 91 weeks have passed that she has been held captive by this Islamic group uh, in Nigeria that many people have called upon the president of Nigeria to do something. Um, the same way we did a few years back with, with Pastor Saeed, the difference being he was an American citizen. She is a citizen of Nigeria and the president there is doing nothing to secure her release from this uh, this violent uh, Islamic hate group, um, Islamic fundamentalist group. It, it, it's, I mean, again, they are just following the fundamentals of what Islam teaches. And so let's continue to lift up Leah, pray for her protection, physical, emotional, spiritual, that her faith would remain strong, that God would continue to to minister to her in this situation so that she can continue to stand firm in her faith. Pray that, that uh, her captors will see her faith in Christ and be saved, that they will, uh, that God will use her, her witness to draw the, those, even those who hold her captive to himself and pray for her family, that they will be, um, they will be able to stand firm and, and have peace uh, 
um, in this situation. And that brings us to our world watch list for today, number seven, which is Eritrea. A few facts about Eritrea. Uh, the region is Africa. The persecution type is dictatorial paranoia. Persecution level is extreme. Population is 5,188,000, of which about half, uh, 2,474,000 are Christian. The main religions are Christianity and Islam. Again, it's about half and half. The government is a presidential republic, and the leader is President Isaias Afwerki. Since 1993, President Afwerki has overseen an authoritarian, brutal regime that rests on massive human rights violations. During the 2019 World Watchlist reporting period, government security forces conducted many house-to-house -house raids and imprisoned hundreds of Christians in inhumane conditions, including small shipping containers in scorching heat. Protestants in particular face serious problems in accessing community resources, especially, especially social services provided by the state. In 2018, Eritrea embraced an end to hostility with both Ethiopia and Somalia. How do, that agreement will play out for the situation for, of Christians remains to be seen. This extreme pressure and state-sanctioned violence are forcing some Christians to flee Eritrea, often called Africa's North Korea, to seek asylum. Christians are being forced to join the armed forces, and Protestants in particular face serious problems with accessing community resources, especially social services provided by the state. Individuals from non-traditional church groups, such as evangelicals, face the harshest persecution forms of Christian persecution. Both converts from a Muslim background and cross-denominational converts from an Orthodox background encounter harsh, mis harsh mistreatment of, from their families and communities. In the 2019 World Watch reporting period, watch list reporting period, government security forces have continued to conduct numerous raids on Christians and house churches and have arrested hundreds of Christians who are being held by the government in miserable conditions. Some have been discovered in shipping containers in scorching temperatures. This is happening despite the reported release of some 30 Christians in July of 2018. Thousands of Christians have been arrested and imprisoned over the years, some of whom have been detained for well over a decade. Eritrea is the home of the Eritrean Orthodox Church, whose Christian history is defined by the Orthodox Church. Therefore, other denominations, in particular Pentecostal churches, are not regarded as legitimate. This exclusion leads to persecution on many fronts for non-traditional believers. Prayer Points for Eritrea Thousands of Christians have been imprisoned in Eritrea over the last decade, some of whom will remain in prison after more than 10 years. Pray for endurance for brothers and sisters detained in horrific conditions and ask God to give them perseverance in their faith. Pray for President Afwerki that God would work in his heart to reveal the truth of the gospel. Tragically, the Orthodox Church in Eritrea sometimes acts as an agent of persecution against other Christians. Pray for cooperation among the Christians of Eritrea that they would be one. In 2018, Eritrea embraced an end to hostility with both Ethiopia and Somalia. Thank the Lord for this amazing development and that the opening of the country to the international community to lead to a great improvement in the situation for Christians. Let's pray. Father, we, we thank you again for everybody who has come, uh, however they came, to, to watch this video, Lord, to join together um, across vast distances and even across time frames 
to join together to lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who are being persecuted because of their faith in you, Lord. Uh, we praise you that, that you've provided us this medium to do this uh, specifically. And Father, we lift up our brothers and sisters in China um, as the government tries to suppress even the visibility of Christianity, Lord, I pray that you would bring revival to that country, that you would bring uh, bold Christians uh, who would stand and stand in the public sphere and proclaim the gospel. Uh, pray for those in, in Hong Kong that in the midst of uh, um, protests and uh, oppression from the government, as many people have stood up in these protests and sung hymns, um, Lord, that, that you would use that to draw people to yourself, that, that you would just continue to embolden the Christians in that country, that they would stand firm on their faith in you, um, proclaim the gospel, and that we would see uh, many more Christians come to be, or people come to be, to be saved, to be adopted as your children, to be redeemed by you, Lord. And so we pray for that. Um, we lift up Leah as well. God, pray that you continue to strengthen her faith, continue to sustain her um, and minister to her in this time of captivity, Lord. Uh, I pray for her protection, um, mainly physical, Lord, that, that you would protect her from from assault, from sexual abuse, um, from anything that the, this horrible group would do to her, Lord, that, that you would protect her physically and then spiritually and emotionally, God, as well. I pray for her family that they would have peace during this time to recognize your sovereignty in this situation. And God, I just pray that, that you would be glorified in her willingness to stand firm in her faith, that you would use that to draw others to yourself. And Lord, we lift up our brothers and sisters in uh, Eritrea. Lord, we pray that um, for all of these people who have been locked up uh, because of their faith in you, um, Lord, we do pray that one, you would would bring around changes in the government that they would be released. But in the meantime, Lord, that you would just continue to strengthen them to uh, help them to persevere uh, through the uh, persecution that they're enduring. We pray for the president, uh, President Afwerki there in Eritrea, Lord. We do pray your word says you move the hearts of kings. You turn the hearts of kings. And so we pray that, that you would do that with this president, that you would use him, that you would draw him, that he would be saved and that you would use that to change the, uh, the treatment of Christians and the, uh, the view of religious liberty throughout that country. Lord, um, we pray God that, that you would convict those who are in the Orthodox church there in Eritrea, uh, God, that you would, that they, those who have been agents of persecution against their brothers and sisters. God, I pray for conviction. I pray for repentance. And as, as Christ prayed that they would be one, that the Christians there in this country in the face of persecution would be unified together, um, to, to glorify you, God. And we pray that, uh, that this, um, this end to hostility agreement with, uh, Eritrea, Ethiopia, and Somalia, Lord, we, we praise you that, that you caused that to happen. And we pray that, that as time passes from this, that it will improve the, uh, the situation for the Christians who live there in Eritrea, Lord. And again, we ask that you would use all of this to, to glorify yourself, that you would, um, that you would use this to draw many people 
to know who you are, to repent and to put their faith in you, Lord, that you would be glorified in all of this. And it's in your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Thanks, guys. Thank you for, uh, again, being part of this. Thank you for your, your faithfulness and coming and watching and praying. Um, please share. Uh, see if we can't get more people to join us as we, we finish out this, this last week um, of the month and the last week that we'll be doing this for this year uh, before we start up again in January at number 50 and start counting down again. Um, as we hit the 2020 uh, World Watch List reporting period, we'll start over again in January. But please uh, invite as many people as you can to join us for the last week as we lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted simply because of their faith in Jesus Christ. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm -hmm.